To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk, 15 minutes of relevant, important topics that I will be getting into for 15 minutes. Now, for my audience just tuning in, I have been I I started a series that's going to be talking about uh, salvation, the gospel of salvation. And there's two types of salvations that's in the Bible. Two Gospels that's in the Word of God that's really been uh, a confusion for a lot of people that reads the Bible. The Gospel of the Kingdom of Heaven and the Gospel of the Grace of God. Uh, the Gospel of the Kingdom of Heaven, Jesus' earthly ministry teaching, it was ushered in by John the Baptist. Then when Jesus came to earth, he, he, he taught the Gospel of the Kingdom of Heaven. He was the prophesied Messiah. Then he, uh, uh, he, uh, he, he, he pushed the mantle off to the 12 apostles and stuff like that. And, you know, they start preaching the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. But it's also the gospel of the grace of God, which is led by Apostle Paul. There was revealed to him from Jesus, from the heavenly places, from his head, from Jesus, heavenly ministry to the Apostle Paul. That's the, that's the gospel of the grace of God. OK, excuse me for flipping over my words, but this is real talk. This is what I do. I don't edit. OK, let me let me get this done here. I'm going to get more into that because I'm going to be uh reading out of St. John, the book of John. And I'm going to be is over 28 verses that shows that Jesus for salvation back then for the Jews was believing who Jesus was. And I'm going to continue that series on that, you know, because I really want to I really want people to understand the difference of the two programs when it comes to the Gospels. And I want uh, my listeners, especially whoever is listening from the USA or around the world about when you put yourself in the kingdom program, which is the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, you're putting yourself under the law and you saying the only way to be sa- saved. First of all, is baptism in water. And uh, you, you have to go. You have to do the sacrifices. And also when Jesus came on earth, you have to believe who Jesus was. That's what you put yourself under. And I'm going to get more into that. Why that's an error and a mistake for the church today. But right now, I want to talk about something that does not pertain to that, that I that I, I've been doing since I've been doing podcasting. And. Whoever's been listening to my show, whether you're a follower or you just been downloading my content, whoever's been listening to my show over two years now. Wow. It's been that long. Yay. But whoever's been listening to my show know that my show is unedited. I make mistakes. I stumble over my words. The sounding is not the best. And, you know, that's why you have some episodes where you have a lot of background noise and stuff like that. See, that's my beginning of my podcast show. And it's something I you also know I never edited. I kept it like it was because my, my thing was keeping it real and stuff like that. Now, I know as a uh, 
mature more in podcasting that that might not be very that might be a problem for the experienced podcast listener the experienced podcast listener would be turned off by that also the experienced co- podcast content writer would say man this guy's not good he needs to edit he needs to do this he needs to perfect that he needs help in this or whatever like that i'm not saying that's happening because i don't have a big audience out there but if they listen they will they will listen to it and they will say wow he needs a lot of work with sound and stuff like that he needs a teleprompter whatever like that my point is okay sorry i have to pause there but you know I might run into that. I have no doubt about that. But I'm, I, I heard this young lady, this young lady that was so honest about and she's been she's a podcast professional. She's an outstanding speaker. They have their own little podcast show. They do a lot of podcast content. They tell you how to uh, how to do podcasts, how to start podcasting and how to make money and stuff with podcasting. Very uh, transparent and very honest young lady. Straight up. I, I listen to her once in a while because I look at her. You know, some people you can just look and tell they're honest and everything like that. But this what she talked about. I did not know. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this because she sp- spoke on something that I already have been doing. And that's not she didn't speak about not editing, but I'm talking about me now. Editing is very important in podcasting. No doubt about that. You need to edit your podcast. Not not. No, I'm not going to say need to. Okay, let me take that back. It's okay. It's good to edit your podcast. It depends how much you want to put out there and whatever like that. So but I never have edited my podcasting. So what you hear is what you get. From Body of Christ Real Talk. And I somewhat like to keep it that way because I like to, I, I, I'm, I, I created, and I'm not saying I'm the first person that thought about this. I doubt it. But I like to keep my podcast like I'm talking to a human face to face, not worrying about making mistakes because when you talk face to face, you ain't got time to be writing no script or trying to look very polished. So you're going to make your mistake because humans used to each other make a mistake. So that makes you more relatable it makes you more reachable and stuff like that so that's what i uh i try to reiterate that in my podcast that's why i keep my podcast as is i keep my shows as is and that's the audience that i'm going to attract when you are real like that i'm not looking for the professionals or the the cross every t and dot every i type of audience i'm looking for an audience that's more real not saying that they're not real not saying that stuff is not good but i'm looking for an audience that can really hear what i'm trying to say uh, uh, a person that trying to get some content out there without trying to sound so polished and using a God gifted knowledge and ability that he gave me, especially if I don't know good. I'm not good on editing, not good on technical things or whatever like that or teleprompters. That's not me. So all I have is what God gave me. I have me, which is the best thing to have when you are minister, when you're presenting anything, when you're in a classroom, you're educated or you're just on a pulpit or you're a street minister. You ain't got no script in your hand anyway. you just been led by you. If you're a good man of God, you've been led by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is working through an imperfect vessel. So you're going to make mistakes. Now, what I'm saying right here, this young lady uh, was breaking it down. The name of this show on YouTube is called uh, Pod Sound School. 
and this young lady. I don't know, I don't know where she's from. I'd like to find out. I know she's Latin. I know that. I don't know if it's Puerto Rico, Colombia. I don't know where she's from. Venezuela. I don't know. But uh, she's a Latin. She's Latin and she, she's good and presenting podcast information, how to create uh, content, because I'm looking more into that different context and, and ways that I can, you know, develop creative ways of making some type of income in podcasts because I want to go straight in to full time ministry. That's always been my goal. I never hit that. I never uh, never backed off that if you listen to my show. But anyway, she said something that I have already been doing. She's been in podcasts and I forgot how many years, but she said the majority of her time, I guess because of the industry, she has been reading teleprompters. Now, I did not know that, but I, I just figured she just practiced and, you know, polished up a speech and everything like a lot of them do. But a lot of uh podcasters and whatever like that, you know, unless you're Joe Rogan or something like that, they use a lot of teleprompters. And she said she says she was using a teleprompter. And I said, wow, but I know she was very skillful and she's still skillful the way she uh she where she uh talks about different things, you know, present different things or good ex explain what's going on and what uh, on her podcast show. But I had no idea she had a teleprompter. If you know the teleprompter, a teleprompter is just like a screen and there's a road out. It's a pre-made script that you read and everything like that. And most teleprompters, believe it or not, if you're not writing in yourself, it's written by somebody else. So you got to kind of fake it like you really believe it. What I'm saying about that when just say the presidency, when Trump, who did not read a lot of do a lot of teleprompting, that's why he was he felt so real to the people they could relate. Just say like a lot of presidents use teleprompters, you know, that's some they have a professional writer that writes their speech for them. So they have to read that teleprompter, you know. If you just start enough, you're not going to be good at it. People are going to know you're making mistakes and they're going to look at your eye moving back and forth. Like she said, and stuff like that. Boom, boom, boom. I got five minutes. I'm going fast here and everything. So they have to read line by line the, the sentence on there. And that, therefore, they look somewhat robotic. If you ever seen somebody look robotic when they're speaking, they read, they read even advertisements or commercials. They read in teleprompters. They don't seem real. Have you noticed that? I don't like that. You see, you see like these AI robots that they use now, but that's another story. Anyway, she was reading the teleprompter and she says, I'll make a long story short, if I can. She stopped feeling down. She stopped feeling burnt out because she never discovered, not discovered, but she was finding out it wasn't really her. And I could see like she almost had tears in her eyes all those years, even though the stuff she was presenting and I watched quite a few of her videos, it was staged and teleprompter not the not the education that she was giving it was just she was reading off a script and she'd done the majority of from what her said she's a writer and she'd done it herself but when you in a on youtube or you in a open audience or something like that you get caught up a being trying to polish yourself and trying to be like somebody else. That's what she was talking about as well. So you're trying to follow this guru. You're trying to follow this person that's been doing it for years and strategies and stuff like that. Something I never wanted to do. I always wanted to be me. So she said she's been doing that over a year and she's tired of it burnt her out. But she was not able to really show who she really was. And that's very important. And I said, thank you, sis. I just have to make, uh, write a comment because I appreciate it. I felt her heart. I understood where she was coming from. I got caught up in that a little bit. Not because I never used a script. Let me tell you one thing what benefited me. I didn't like writing nothing and reading from it anyway because 
it'll be it'll be noticed even on audio if I done that. So I didn't have no other choice but to start researching things and trying to memorize things, which is not real good, but it's okay to just to memorize the basics. So when you hear me, I I do things off the cup. I say what's on my heart and I just get it out there. I may make mistakes and I will make mistakes, but I will correct myself and let you know if I did. But at least it's me. At least I am honest to my audience that I'm trying to reach and I let them know when I make a mistake. I let them know when I'm, I laugh at myself and stuff like that. See, that's real. See, I can reach more of an audience. Now, I don't have a big audience. I have over what? Close to two thousand dollars. That's all over two years. You know, part of because of marketing. But I know I can get more listeners that can relate to what I'm trying to do. Because first of all, your content must be important, and it must relate to your audience. So that's why I do real talk like I do. I'm trying to relate to a certain audience. So my podcast can be known as a spiritual contest, the faith in God, but also self improvement, entrepreneurship, you know, you know, and stuff like that. That's what my podcast is all about. And that's it's uplifting. It's, it might be straightening your face sometimes, but it's also straightening my face because I talk to my I'm talking about myself as well. So I'm not trying to I will let you know the struggles that I go through. I don't have to give you all tell you about all my scars, but you know where I'm coming from. You know, you have to be real. And she let that out there. And I really appreciate it. For doing that because it just lifts me up more when I do my podcast. Now, what I'm not saying is not edit, not finding different things like that. You know, that's good and well. If you can find the editing and whatever like that, or you have the finances to do things like that, or you're looking for uh, an audience in a certain route, or you're trying to be like somebody else. What we had, the problem with podcasting or even any time, whether it's video or audio, we try to mimic somebody or we become a hypocrite mimicking somebody. I never wanted to be like that. I wanted to be Joe, especially if my family name, they already know me. They know if I'm talking about something, it's not me, you know, but at the same time, they don't know what I have been advanced in either because over the last few years, I have learned so much more. So I'm still real and I'm still Jojo, as many people know me as, but I am more advanced in the content and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So that I wanted to get that out there when you are in ministry. This is in a biblical perspective, looking at this in the lens of a Christian. Presenting the word, the word of God, or whether it's in podcast, radio, or on the pulpit, just remember: be yourself. Let the Holy Spirit first of all lead you. A perfect Holy Spirit working through the imperfect vessel. Be yourself. Don't worry about mistakes. If you can't think of something, flip it and talk about something else and tell them that thought come back again. It's just many ways that you can get over there. And I know how to do that. If I forget something I was going to talk about, I'll go to another subject and later I'll digress and backtrack what it came back. Just be yourself. And I appreciate that young lady for doing this. I wanted to throw it out there. I hope this is uplifting to somebody that's around us, that's listening to my podcast, whether you're a believer or you're an unbeliever. This will help you in the long run. God bless you. Real talk from Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. I said all this without a teleprompter. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Peace out. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson.